Hey guys, it's Jackie, founder of All Mama Care and Mama to a Super Kid. When my son was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia at 21 months old, not only did I feel my world was ending, but I was alone and scared. I made it my job to get my hands on every resource possible to become educated about his diagnosis. And I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I was determined to become empowered and do everything possible to help my baby and my family thrive. Along the way, I've had the pleasure of connecting with some wonderful organizations and meeting some of the most caring and authentic people. This podcast is dedicated to supporting parents and families while their child is going through cancer treatment and beyond. I share with you all the resources that have played a major factor during this time in my family's life, and I'm so glad you're here with me. And now, let's get this episode started. So like I was just, yeah, I was a little anxious going into the end of treatment. It was like, you know, before obviously his, his last date of oral meds, but got over that hurdle. And then I was good to go for like the last two weeks of his treatment. Right. And eventually the excitement takes yeah. place of it because you're excited because he doesn't have to do these meds anymore yeah. and he can, you know, bounce back and, and, and start living life on a normal pace again. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's gonna take a while for his immune system to bounce back, but the reality is, is at least now it's going to hopefully, you know, start bouncing back on its own and, and he, he can play with other kids again and we don't have to worry about every little thing all the time. So yeah. that would be, that would be nice. Yeah, and also like we've already noticed, you know, so many immediate changes. He's only been off treatment for a month. This week on the podcast, my husband Ryan joins in. We catch you up on Ollie's end of treatment and how we celebrated with family far and near. We rave about icing smiles and how they made his fourth birthday party extra special. And we touch upon some positive improvements now that our son has finished treatment. We hope you'll laugh with us as we navigate parenthood despite being sleep deprived. We talk about our love for online shopping and how as a family we're adjusting to life after our son's treatment and all the emotions that go with it while keeping our sense of humor in the process. I felt it was important to document this part in our journey because I often flash back to the early days in our son's treatment, the deep, dark feeling of hopelessness. This is the episode that I wish I had access to back then. My wish is that someone somewhere finds this and it's able to restore a glimmer of hope in their darkest hour. Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Mama Care podcast. I'm your special guest host, Ryan McMullen. Thanks so much for joining me tonight. I have my husband Ryan with me and we are going to give you guys an update about, you know, how Ollie's doing, how our family's doing. And I think the last time that I had Rye on was back in March. No. Either either was early end March Fe- or February, end of February. End of February, early March. And so he wanted to come on and just kind of like say hi and update you guys on everything going on. I actually wanted to host, as you could tell from the beginning, but. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to let you guys know we back in March, um, Ollie was having some GI issues and his stomach was really upset. 
And so we were really lucky that our team was able to put us in touch with the um, gastroenterologist specialist. And after he did, you know, an ultrasound and x-ray, we were able to find out, you know, his body just, his stomach just wasn't digesting all of the food in addition to him being on 6MP toxicity. And also so, doesn't help genetics because I have a weak stomach. My dad had a weak stomach. My grandfather had a weak stomach. So he comes from a long line of GI issues. And so it made sense to see a GI doctor at that point. I don't know why we didn't see one before that because he had been throwing up for a long time. So was, I kind of always questioned why, why don't we try new medicine? Why don't we see a GI doctor? Like I was kind of questioning about that. That's one thing in his entire treatment where I questioned it and asked them a couple of times and they said, there's probably nothing we can do about it. And I wanted to be like, I did push one time. I was like, don't you think you should see like maybe a GI doctor or get like a, an ultrasound of his stomach. And at the time they were like, it's probably just a reaction because of the, the high dosage of this medicine or that medicine. But he had had a problem with 6MP from, from the, very, the beginning. very beginning because he had never thrown up that whole time he was on the decks or anything. And then he went into the second stage. What was that called? Like consolidation. Consolidation. And he was on 6MP for the first time and he threw up all the oh. time. And then he was off it and he was on the one that was like the cousin of 6MP or whatever. And he was fine. Yeah. That next, that whole next phase he yeah. was fine it's only when the 6mp came back into the picture he started throwing up again. oh it's horrible so, so i just anyway, feel like his body didn't handle it well. we just you know obviously we're not giving any medical advice to any of you guys but no. we're just sharing our story in that it was very helpful to talk with this gi specialist we were able to find you know some medicine for him to go on that really helped so he was no longer getting sick and it made a huge difference it was prilosec he was on pepsin and it just didn't cut it. It didn't really do anything. I do also think it's because they lowered the 6MP. He went on a two-week break from the 6MP, and then they lowered it to like 1 point. It was like it was 1 point. 50%. Yeah, 50% right. of like, he did 3.2, so it was mm -hmm. like 1.7 mm -hmm. or 1.6 or something. I don't remember. So he went to a half dose, and then they kind of monitored him to see if they could build back up to it. Um, and it was so close to the end of his treatment. Yeah. So it didn't make any sense really for them to put him through that for like the last two weeks, to be honest, he was still getting it in his system. So that I think it was smart that they never really upped the dosage again. Well, not only that, but they were waiting for his liver to recover. Right. right. Which did, which yeah. was good because you don't want to have liver problems. Yeah. So that it honestly, it, it was very stressful. Yeah. That see, like that was always my biggest fear when he was on the meds was like, not necessarily what they're doing right now. I was worried about like, what are these strong meds doing to his body for the long term, like his mm -hmm. organs and stuff like that. So those were the things that I was probably more worried about than the immediate ramifications most of the time. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. His body went through so much. I mean, luckily he's so young and his organs are still mm -hmm. developing. So hopefully there's not a lot of long lasting, you know, side effects and, he didn't have radiation right. coupled with the chemotherapy. So I, I hope that also helped. Yeah. But we'll, you know, only time tells <clears throat> we'll us. We'll cross things. that bridge if, yeah. it, if it, when it approaches. Right. But we just wanted to share with you guys kind of a recap that, you know, Ollie took his last oral meds on April 24th. Which so was April vacation. So I was home for that, uh, which was really awesome. Yeah, it was so special. And we got to celebrate with family over Zoom. 
and we did a countdown and we got balloons and a special cupcake and we made a huge deal of it and it was no more chemo balloons no more chemo balloons it was so cool and special cupcake special cupcake and i think ollie really got a kick out of it just like having everybody quote unquote there in the room and, and the beats of bravery them. heart on the table was really cool mm-hmm. that you made and and it was cool too because that was also our niece's birthday party day so after that we ended up going over to the house and we actually got to go in the house for the first time in what like since christmas yeah because everyone was double vaccinated and they were two weeks out and they were not really going near anyone quarantining so, basically. Yeah, basically quarantining so we were really lucky to be able to, that was also what made it so special because he loves going into their house and playing in the basement yeah. and stuff like that. So that was like a huge day. Right. Just like all the emotions behind his end of oral treatment. Like I, I think I was just like so excited, just so happy for him to like finally have that day that I don't think I really had a lot of like anxiety around it. Like we had, you had some building up. You had I, you was, had some sleepless nights and you had some nightmares and I feel like I just blocked that out. I think you did block it out. I did have anxiety. You know what? It was You're like right. when we when we were getting pregnant for the second time and you had forgotten about leg cramps. <laughs> And then I mentioned, I said to you, I was like, yeah, I mean, I know it's going to be tough because you, you're going to have leg cramps. And you were like, leg cramps. Yeah, and I was like, I yeah. Know. And then you were like, oh, I think I blocked mm-hmm. that out. And I mean, luckily, I don't think you remember too much about delivery. In I the know. delivery room too. That you, pain, you don't remember that. It. You just block stuff out. But, but also, like, I was just, yeah, I was a little anxious going into the end of treatment. It was like, you know, before, obviously, his his last date of oral meds, but got over that hurdle. And then I was good to go for like the last two weeks of his treatment. Right. And eventually the excitement takes yeah. place of it because you're excited because he doesn't have to do these meds anymore yeah. and he can, you know, bounce back and, and, and start living life on a normal pace again. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's going to take a while for his immune system to bounce back, but the reality is, is at least now it's going to hopefully, you know, start bouncing back on its own and, and, he, he can play with other kids again and we don't have to worry about every little thing all the time. So yeah. that would be, that would be nice. Yeah. And also like we've already noticed, you know, so many immediate changes. He's only been off treatment for a month and we've noticed he has so much more energy. He's definitely had a lot of like water weight loss. I think he was retaining water. When he was on his meds. He was very bloated. His appetite is starting to even out. Like he can tell us when he feels full. Well, the biggest thing I think (laughs) is like now, you know, like for breakfast, he used to have like three waffles with jelly. Then he'd have a banana. Then he'd want Cheerios. And, you know, it was like a list, a laundry list of like, it felt like breakfast lasted for like an hour. And then lunch would be the same and dinner would be the same. And now it's like, sometimes he says he's not even hungry. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... it's kind of evened itself out, which is good. I mean, he doesn't snack anymore, really. Right. Like, you remember how much he used to snack? Oh, all day. He'd ask for, like, a snack like, every hour. And now, I when's the last time you even asked for a snack? Not. Not, not recently. No, not within the past two weeks. No. So, anyway, I mean, every child is different. Right. But this right. is just, you know, how how our son is doing off of his treatment and the, the best part is that he's interested in new foods. And we want to give a shout out to Gina, our sidekick from UMass, who is Ollie's buddy. She's a medical student and she's been with us um, the majority of his treatment. And she was so kind to send him a kid's cookbook. 
And so Ollie sat down with Ryan and they picked out, you know, a bunch of different foods. So all right, they weren't all different, like cheesy eggs. Like he's eaten that before. I know, but a variation of something that's similar. Right. And it's been a while since he ate it, but I don't yeah. want to make it sound like he was trying veal parmesan no, and, you no, know, no. like steak tartare. No, but he did pick out cheesy eggs. And... You know, steak tartare is raw steak, right? It's like raw meat. I found that out the other day and I thought that was really gross because I always say that as like a fancy food when people are like, well, it's pretty fancy. I'm like, it's not steak tartare. And then I actually looked up what it was and it's like a it's raw, raw, it's like it's raw, a raw piece. Yeah. No, it's like, I think it's ground steak. Like, and it's like raw. It looks we'll disgusting. Have to fact check that. I don't think that's good. Anyway, so anyway, but yeah, he's been really interested in new foods. And, you know, when we say new foods like clementines, like that's a huge deal for him right Corn now. Corn on the cob. Yep. Uh, uh, he, clementines. Yep. Oh, you just said that, right? Uh, cinnamon bread. Yeah, cinnamon toast. Huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's he, eating eggs again, which he wasn't eating for a long hard-boiled time. Hard-boiled eggs. And scrambled mm-hmm. the cheesy eggs. He had that. Um, and he's excited to make it. So like sauce. I've been helping and teaching him like how to peel a hard boiled egg, right. how to peel a clementine, um, how to mix scrambled eggs with cheese in it. Uh, also like still no meat though. No meat. No, he won't do it. He's never had I say chicken nuggets with fancy ketchup and he loses it. Yeah. Like I kid him about that all the time. If he's like, what do we have for dinner? I'm like, oh, we're having chicken nuggets. And I see ketchup. He's like, no, yeah. I don't want it. And I'm like, all right, or calm down. Like, you used to love it, but apparently you hate it. Oh, yeah. So. so his taste buds are coming back slowly. And I think it really does help, you know, with Leo being seven months now, he is having some pureed food. So, you know, if Leo's having it, Ollie will say, you know, Mama, can I try it? And so they both have a sticker chart, which is awesome. Right. I mean, the one drawback from him being off of his meds right now is he has like, I think started to detox and that's a good thing. But at the same time, his skin has been really itchy and it's been breaking out. um, Almost like hives. Yeah. Almost like hives. Although I will say that the ivermectin has kind of cut it down. Like I looked today and I didn't see anything on his arms. So it could actually be like acne And the the hydrocortisone, but our team did say that it's very common for kids to have skin issues. Right. I mean, I have skin issues all the time. So I can imagine a kid coming off of those high doses of medicines to have the same reaction, but that's the really big drawback right now. Yeah. But the good thing is it's not like debilitating. No, it's just, I just feel bad because I see him scratching his scalp all the time, especially or scratching at his arm. And I'm like, Hey, but yeah. let's try not to do that. Let's put some cream on or something. Cause I don't want him to get that nervous. You know what I mean? Like a nervous habit, like yeah. a nervous tick, you know, where it like, you he, always say that, because, but I think he really is itchy. Yeah. Like I have nervous ticks. I shake my leg all the time and you hate it. And yeah, like there's things I that I, there's it. other things I do too. Like I I'll play with my teeth with my tongue all the time. I don't know. I always feel like there's something in them. So I'm always playing. Like I just, you get itchy when you get irritated. And yeah, I get you itchy. Like I can't stop itchy. Get yeah. itchy. So yeah. I have, I have nervous tics. So I just don't want yeah. him to develop them if it can be helped. I and mean, he may still, but I will say the hydrocortisone has been helping. It has been in that oatmeal lotion for his oatmeal lotion has been helping. In... And I've been doing oatmeal baths, like the oatmeal yes. baths. And that, I got like a little oatmeal packet. Yeah. I think it's helped. Mm-hmm. Not like real, not like Quaker oats, but like, it's like a vino oat, yeah. oatmeal therapy. Baby yeah, soft. Yeah. Um, so that's been really good. And, and his fourth birthday party. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. 
We had a big celebration for Ollie's fourth birthday at the beginning of May, which was absolutely fabulous. And my beautiful wife took it upon herself to order a cake a couple of years ago. Um, I don't remember the name of the organization. Icing Smiles? Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Icing Smiles? I like how you snuck in the beautiful wife part. Yeah. Yeah. So when Ollie's... I'm I'm sitting right here looking at you. How can I not say it? So when Ollie turned two, I was so excited because I could fill out the application for Icing Smiles. Um, So Icing Smiles is a national organization, which is absolutely amazing. They have volunteers all over and they sign up and they make cakes. And hands down, my family thought this was like the best cake they've like ever had. It was amazing. And it was like this massive Hot Wheel, like fancy cake and like. My whole family thought it tasted like so delicious and it was made by like a 15 year old girl. And I was, I can't even make, I make the crappiest cakes ever. Like remember that time I made cake with Ollie and it came out like lopsided. I make horrible cakes. The frosting all melted off and everything. And like this girl, like she, she's 15 and she made this amazing cake that you'd see on like food network challenge shows. Yeah. It it was nuts. It was, uh, my whole family was like, this cake is awesome. It was like, one of the highlights of that party, honestly. And, it was amazing. It was nice having everyone together. That one, we had a mix of families, so we did it outside. We were very careful with that because, of course, we wanted, you know, to be very safe. All these, you know, immune system is still compromised. We didn't want to compromise anybody in our immediate family. So we, like Ryan said, we had it all outside. People Every, wore masks. Everybody in our family was almost fully vaccinated, but we just wanted to have that extra layer of precaution. And so we required everybody to wear masks, which everybody was so accommodating. And we were just mixing a lot of people together that we hadn't done in a long time. Like our quote unquote pod had been really small and we, we always kept it separate. And this was the first time where it was like, you know, an actual meeting of everybody that hadn't seen each other in like a year. It was like a huge deal. And also the fact that like we hadn't been able to like do an actual big birthday for him since he was diagnosed. I mean, I actually think his last big birthday we celebrated was one. one. Like we did a big deal party when he turned one year old, but I don't think, I think with two, we were like, oh, we just, you know, I don't know what we did. We he, must have done something for him when he was two because when he, he was, was going through treatment, he was. We did a tiny little thing in our apartment. Did we? Oh, it because we cupcake. were just so worried about everything. we were just so worried about everything. We did one little cupcake. Okay. Or I was like trying to think. I was trying to think. I can't remember because that whole time is such a blur. Those first six months are so, just like anyway, icing smiles, check it out. They're absolutely amazing. And we want to give a shout out to um Leah Bakes in Northborough. She's absolutely amazing. She was our volunteer. And yeah, like Ryan said, she is, you know, self-taught, absolutely amazing. And we just want to say thank you so much. My jaw literally dropped when I went to go pick up the cake and I just couldn't believe like how amazing that cake was. And it tasted. I mean, I say I'm a self-taught musician who taught himself piano and there's no way my piano skills sound like her self-taught baking skills. You guys got to check her out. If that it, makes sense. It's Leah Bakes on Instagram. Um, you can also order cakes from her if you're in the Massachusetts area. Also, we wanted to kind of hit upon, oh, today we got the port removal surgery date. So that's going to be happening in mid-June. 
another huge milestone marking, you know, again, his end of treatment. And then we'll kind of figure out all the, you know, workings of when he rings the bell and like all that stuff. Um, yeah, just because of COVID, everything is still kind of like backed up. Backed up. Yeah. I also want to give a huge shout out to Denise. Denise, thank you so much. She is a dear friend that I've known over the past two years. And she sent Ollie a uh, end of treatment bell. And so I'm really excited for him to. From Hallmark. From Hallmark. Yeah, to see that. She didn't and... send like the Liberty Bell. I don't, I don't right. Want, I don't want right. people thinking like she sent this massive bell. <laughs> in a box like here you go she sent this beautiful bell and i'm just so excited to unbox it and show ollie and for him to you know again just celebrate this humongous milestone um and the other part too is just like are we gonna get it like engraved with like the day you got the port moon yeah we could do that yeah you can just take it to that yeah oh wait things remembered is that still around like the malls still exist i don't know We'll have to see. When was the last time you went to a I mall? I wonder if you could just send it in somewhere. Like legit, when was the last time you went to a mall? Quick. I don't think. know. I buy everything off of Amazon. I can't even remember the last time I went to a mall. We like an the actual movies. mall. We went to the movies that one time. That was that must have been like two years ago. Solomon Palm Mall, we went to a movie. When? Didn't we? Oh no, we went to that has to be like we two or Blackstone. Yeah, we would always go to Blackstone. We didn't go to like we didn't go to like yeah. the Regal Cinema. And... I don't think the whole time I was pregnant with Leo, I don't think we went to the whole the... time it was you were pregnant with Leo was COVID. COVID. So yeah. But I'm talking even before that. I I don't remember the last time I actually went to a mall and bought anything. And I used to go there all the time when I was younger. Like when I was in high I school, know. I used to go to malls it's all the so time. So bad. Oh. Anyway, we love Amazon. Just get everything delivered. Oh, I mean, we love everything getting delivered. I'm not going to lie. It saves so much of my time oh, in life. So like, especially grocery awesome. shopping. And big shout out to all the Instacart shoppers out there. Love you guys. like, thank you. Because I honestly never want to go grocery shopping again. Never again. And I have no problem tipping you <laughs> to, to go grocery shopping for me. And I know people are like, but you have to pay the tip. And I'm like, so what? It's I have so three worth hours of my life back on the weekend that I don't have to spend grocery shopping. Remember, we would like dread, like, oh who's going God. grocery shopping this okay, week? It was always me. Uh, when, was, when did you ever go grocery shopping? I did go a couple times. Okay, I got really overwhelmed. There was though. no way you were going to that market basket in Oxford because that place was like a zoo every weekend and there was no way you were going there. I did go a couple times, but it's very... I don't very, remember you going there. It's very overwhelming. I remember you going to Market 32. I don't remember you ever going to the Market Basket. There are a Knoxville. couple times I did. That slips my memory, you everyone. Blocked it out. Yeah, I blocked that out, apparently. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we just kind of have, like, a new sense of energy. I definitely feel like it's just been, again, a roller coaster with, you know, this whole end of treatment, but... And it's like, you remember me now. I do. I, well, now I can dedicate some time because it was just so crazy. Like, I just felt like I had to get Ollie to this last oral med date. And then I right. feel like I could just kind of like start to let my guard down a little bit. And I don't know why you had to have your guard up against me. No, I didn't. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, I just felt like I was always going like I just had to keep going 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 and anyway so now I'm kind of able and I was just there to help to like slow down a little bit <laughs> oh 
love you. I love you too. Anyway, so we're working on rebuilding our relationship and getting to know each other again, which is nice because I tend to just keep going, going, going. And then it's nice to like have a hard stop. I tend to be the opposite. I don't change much and I don't do, I don't really do well with new things. I know people think I'm good with social situations, but I actually really don't think I am. Who told you you were good with social situations? People always say like, oh, you can just spark a conversation with anybody. It's because you hang out with me. No, I can spark a conversation with anybody in real person because it's awkward if I don't. (laughs) Like, imagine you're in a room full of people and you don't say anything. I could never, I could never do that. I don't like that. So I have to spark a conversation because I am uncomfortable with silence. Yeah. I don't like that. Especially if I feel like out of my element and I'm around a bunch of rando people, like I have to have a conversation with them. So I will find anything, but I think people think I'm a social butterfly or something because I do that. But the reality is I don't really like social situations. I'm not like socially anxious or anything, Right. but like, I much prefer just like, staying in watching a movie chilling out going to bed waking up having fun with my kids and my wife and then seeing my family maybe seeing my friends and doing all that stuff over again yeah i don't need the big like oh i gotta go to a concert oh i gotta yeah. go here oh like so many people are saying that now that covid's uh, quote unquote over even though it's not but you know all this preemptive like yay covid's over yeah um I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, thank God I can go to concerts again. Oh, thank God I can go to a live game. You know what going to a live game entails? Okay. It entails paying for parking, sitting around a bunch of drunks. Uh, No, paying for gas. All right. Paying for gas, paying for parking, sitting around a whole bunch of drunks. All right. And then having a crappy seat most of the time where I can't see everything that's happening. I mean, like I went to a Patriots game for the first time in my life right before COVID hit. And I can honestly tell you. You that, were in the nosebleed section. No, we weren't. We were actually like down near the field. Like my friend has season tickets oh, and right. we were down near the field. And even then I couldn't see what was happening when they were near the other end zone. If I was watching it on TV, it's like right in my I face. I think that that happens. Like they're like the older that you get, you're just like, you know what? I just want to watch this in my pajamas on my couch with the volume no i'm telling you there's a lot of people that are like anxious to get out because of covid and for me like covid didn't change anything because it was like this is what i would normally do anyway yeah and that's why we balance each other i mean i do we do like to go out you know like go out to dinner yeah, I like to go on a walk go I like with to, friends like yeah i like going golfing with my friends now i like yeah you know i like to hang out with my friends i'm not saying that i'm, I'm just not saying, gonna like, lie though i would like to go out to like live music i'm like, okay with it but i don't like crave it I'm not craving it. I mean, like, I do miss my crowd surfing days, but... I never crowd surfed. I've traded it in. I never crowd surfed. I never moshed. Well, I did mosh pit, like, when I was, like, at local music. But did you ska dance? No. I never listened to ska music. (laughs) So I would never ska dance. I was into, like, punk and metal when I was a teenager. That was it. And then I got into the Beatles because of my dad and, like, classic rock and and kind of moved away from the punk and heavy metal more yeah. because of that. Got really into like the Beatles. Or so you were never a skater boy? No, I never skated. So anyway, uh, we just wanted to update you guys. Also, our wedding anniversary is coming up in two days. So if anybody wants to get us presents, feel free to send us checks. <laughs> with big money on it. So we're just... Just make it out to big cash, daddy. 
<laughs> we're we're excited to be in this new transition and really just excited to enjoy time with each other and really watch Leo and Ollie interact with each other. I'm so lucky that I get to watch them every day. Yeah, and they really are good together. They really are. He really is a sweet big brother to Leo. He really is. And Leo, and Leo loves, loves his attention. It's like oh, crazy. He thinks he's so funny. Okay, but back to, I don't want people thinking I'm a weirdo. All right, like for our anniversary, I would have liked to take you out to like a nice dinner. And then I would have liked to go on to like maybe like a jazz club or something. I would like, love to do water fire. Is that even something? Yeah, there? I don't think it's, no, I don't think um, they, they might not be doing that this year. I don't know. Oh, I bet they're not doing it. Yeah. But I, but I would like to do that. I'm just saying like, I'm not like, I don't feel the need to go to like a big concert with thousands of people. Yeah. You know, yeah. or like, I don't, I'm not lining up to go to an arena. Right. Just because they lifted a, a mask, man. No, I'm not. Like, I'm not lining up for that stuff. But a small, intimate thing, like a jazz club, maybe I will go to that, wear yeah. my mask. I don't know. I'm just saying, like. I mean, I think also, too, you know, we're kind of, I'm kind of, like, riding the wave of just so excited. You know, we got his port removal surgery scheduled. And for him to start school in the fall and see what that's like, because right. that's a whole new deal for him. Right. And this, this whole cancer battle and COVID it's probably formulated that more in me because of the fact that like we just really couldn't do much right. for the last few years and even now even with us both being double vaccinated like Ollie's not vaccinated right so we still have to be super careful so people careful. are like oh don't you want to go to a concert and stuff I'm like not really because like I care about my kid more than right. I go to a concert right so I mean you know that's another reason another thing that you know settles in my mind about it so and we're just making choices that are right for our family and then also, I think the last update is that we're talking with Make-A-Wish and we're figuring out, you know, what's going to happen with that. Right. I mean, we have a couple different ideas at this point now. Yeah, because Disney obviously was like, you know, the end all be all. But then with the travel restrictions and everything. With... And not knowing if they're going to open their hotel within a year or not. We just. Yeah. At this point, it's almost like I don't really even want to deal with like the maybe, maybe not. I mean. You know, I just almost want to say, like, let's just do Disney on our own kind of yeah. thing. Like, save up for it and do it on our own. So And do it on our own timeline. Like, I don't want yeah. to feel pressured to do it by a certain yeah. date, a year of this or whatever. So that's about it. Um, we are always praying and thinking of everybody that is still in treatment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, feel free to message us or. Oh, I want to give a big shout out to my um, my college roommate and friend. Um, I don't know if you listen to this, Chris, or if anybody is going through his own battle with cancer and decided to send our son these two awesome monster trucks that he loves playing with. Um, they're remote control cars and he loves them. Um, and he's doing his own personal battle right now with cancer and he wanted to send it to Ollie because Ollie beat cancer's ass. So I just want to give a shout out to him and say thanks for, for everything. And Chris, if you're listening, please know that Grave Digger, the huge remote control <laughs> truck that you sent, let's just say Ollie moves it from room to room. So like he'll bring it up to his bedroom and let it sleep in the room to and, watch over him. Yeah. Put it next to his bed so that Grave Digger will watch over him while he sleeps. Mm -hmm. And then he brings it down to breakfast and then he brings it out, you know, right. outside. And you're in our thoughts every day. We're, we're hoping that you, you know, you're successful in your own battle. So. So thank you so much, yeah. Chris. And again, to everybody that's listening, thanks so much for all your support. And I'm looking forward to the next couple podcasts. I have some um, cool things lined up for you guys. And I just want to thank Ryan for 
coming on the podcast and not being too much of a jokester. This was the second recording because the first one was too jokey. But I just wanted I was just trying to add a little flavor. I just wanted to say I love you and I appreciate you. And I love you too. That's why I re- I redid it and and held back. Yeah. You know how I am. I know. But I also want to tell you that, you know, I do enjoy my jokes. I do enjoy the time that we've been spending oh, that's like intentional time like Planning meals together for the week. Watching Selena the series. Watching Selena the series. Watching so this is us. Sad. Watching this is us. And then what's the other one that we were watching? Uh oh, we watched the Marvel shows, WandaVision oh, and the Falcon, the Winter Soldier. I actually think I liked the WandaVision more. Yeah. Even though it was weirder and started off really weird. I feel like it was more of like a quality like what's really happening kind of thing whereas like falcon and winter soldier it was like more like i don't know it was less i mean it was good there were some action scenes but there were a lot of like boring moments in it too i mean the last episode was great the first episode was great but the in-between episodes sometimes were pretty bad stop making fun of my glasses how can you see through these lenses right i just i clean them when i need to they're so dirty i know me. but that's because all he presses right up against headache. my face you're like, gonna get a headache i don't get a headache i'm used to it anyway guys i think you just forget how wrap. dirty glasses get love you <laughs> thanks again for taking the time to listen to this episode i hope you got a lot of value from it If something from this stuck with you, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to message me on Instagram or on Facebook and tell me your thoughts. Join the private All Mama Care Facebook group to connect with me directly and other listeners across the globe. Hop on over to my website, allmommycare.com. All, A-L-L, no periods, mama, M-A-M-M-A, care, C-A-R-E.com. There, you'll be able to check out some amazing resources to help your child and your family. Wherever you're listening to this, take a screenshot, tag me and a couple friends. You never know, it might be exactly what someone needs to hear today. The light within me honors the light within you.